Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? It's the Hema Man Podcast. It is episode 129. This is Dave. This is Ben. I, I gotta tell you, man, I figured out yesterday that, you know how I normally, I, I go on and on about how there's pretty much no band in the world that could motivate me to leave my house to go to a concert. Just because of all the hullabaloo and the, the parking and the driving and I don't know, the money's never, it op, it's not, not a concern of mine. Well, it's slight concern. Not to me. It's I don't not care. part I of mean, it? Not really. If it was like, yo, it's 40 bucks to park, would that sway you whatsoever? Oh, I'm talking about the ticket price. Yes, the parking price is a, it, it, that does change. If it's things. 40 bucks to park and each beer is 10.25 for a Miller Lite, does that not No. Does that not just go, yo, dude, like a 100 bucks and I'll just kick it at home? I mean, now that you say that, yes, but I guess I never think that way. Think I'm about talking... like UFC fights. Yeah. Think about like it's like, yo, dude, uh, what, what do they cost? Uh, 50, 50 75 bucks. bucks yeah, something like that. So it's like 70 bucks to buy the fight. And that's expensive, but however, 70 bucks for the fight. Um, yeah, but you could you go know, to BW3 and watch bucks. it for free. But even if you went crazy, like, right, like you go like 60 something bucks in, 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 in food, uh, you buy some beer. Even if you go in 250, you got everybody coming. Maybe they throw in, maybe they don't. 250, you threw a kick ass party. Everybody watched the fights. Like, isn't that. That's one dude getting in maybe parking with no beer. You know what I mean? Like uh, live events, dude. It's you gotta love it. Well, bro. see, I, I I'm under the impression that you're you're pretty much down to go to whatever live event. If it's I in am, your but I'm bad house, with like, money. You okay? You'll, you'll see the same band four times a year. Ugh. You know, you know the one. I was just talking to somebody about this today. Though it's slowly gotten whittled down. Like as I got older, um. It used to be like, yo, the only bands I see, and I would list off like 14 of my favorite <laughs> bands. Uh, nowadays, um, if it's pretty much Toadies and uh, Band of Horses. I would say Local H, except they, except they local. play local like a lot, so I can't I can't right. catch all of them. But you'll but, see uh, them four times a year. Mm, twice. Twice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will see them a few times a year, plus my faves. But like Band of Horses is coming to the Aragon November 19th. Uh, that shit's on the calendar since like May. Like I'm, I'm about it. All right. Well, so yesterday, um, last year, I, there was a couple times where my wife and her work friends went out to watch a uh, Cubs as they neared the playoffs at uh, Langles. Uh, and um, I, I mean, Rodney's. I, I mean, yeah. Not regardless of the place. Like, I guess I just I ended up. She coaxed me like, "Hey, I will be there. So if you want to meet us," and I'm like. You know, part of me is like... She didn't ask if you thought it was a good idea. No. She's just like, this is what's going down. This is where I'm going to be. If you'd like to be there, too, yeah. you if can you want this me. marriage to continue. <laughs> no, she could care less if I show up or just not. So anyway. it wasn't about that. She'd probably rather okay. me not be there. But as, right. a, at a, as a courtesy invite. So anyway, I'd show up. And points. I, I just... Not, so so anyway, I, I go there and, you know, you watch the game or whatever and you go home. And it, it just, again, I'd rather just watch it. I have a beautiful curved television. Uh, so anyway uh 
out of this playoff series, I went yesterday to uh, Doc's Smokehouse. Doc's Barbecue Bar- on, on Calumet? Yeah. Doc's Barbecue. Close, just, just north of Route 30. Right. Okay. And so we went there. I went, my wife didn't get off till 730, so I went there with my brother-in-law, and we got a table, um, figuring the place was going to be packed. So we got a table and uh, waited for my wife, her friend, and then one of my other friends. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it just wasn't worth it. I mean, even though I don't even like going to a bar to watch the Cubs. You know what I mean? Really? Like, or, or anything. I don't even, because here, okay. Is it because you don't have control of the remote? Because that's a big thing. No, no, because I'm there to watch the same thing we're all watching. But Yeah, but like, yo, if you want to put it back and you can't, that's frustrating. We mean like flip around during yeah, commercials? Like, no, just like, I thought that dude was out. Like, I'd like to replay oh, it. Oh, no, no. But the the thing is, is you're distracted. Okay, so the waitress is coming over. You're picking out what beers you want on your flight. You know, your wife or somebody else starts talking about yeah. something that's non-cups I like related. Pickles, and I'm like, listen, is dude, it, I don't, is it worth it calorically? I I figured out, and I, I hate to do this to myself, but I've even marginalized myself even more by saying, like, I, I, if I'm going to watch a sporting event that I'm really into, like a boxing match, and I'm going to pay $70 for a pay-per-view boxing match, yeah, one friend at the most, one other viewer, that's it. Can't do the. I used to do the parties. I was wondering I when I could here. come watch boxing here you can. one day. Someday. One person. Well, someday. I used to have the parties, and the thing was, is I would be filling up the cooler or like a la- the last one I had. No, uh, what about five or less? What if you just go like five dudes and like their wives don't? But count. they have to be boxing fans. They can't be Johnny Come Latelys. Like if there were five guys, what if they're half ass F- into it? But they're like, I promise, I will talk I will. boxing. Yeah, like okay. I know I don't know shit. Like. But some guy mentioned Gotti at work, and so like I'm into it. Right. Yeah, but I saw I'm the trying. Fighter. Yeah, no, no problem. That would so okay. you're trying, but it's okay. I cannot be out at. I don't even want to be at a bar watching the Cubs because I watched the game last night. I ended up spending 125 dollars on food, beer, whatever. Just and, you? Well, no, just me, my wife, and my brother-in-law. Okay. Uh, right. But at the end of the day, I couldn't tell you who did what. I was too, I was entertained. I was trying to, you know, uh, you feel like you have to entertain. And I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to watch the game. People are talking. I have to answer their questions. And in those situations, it's like, we're here to watch the game. There's people screaming and high. I don't want to high five a guy I don't know. Just, I just want to be. There's a drunk middle ground that's really nice. There's like a, like you can't show up and be conscious of, of, of service. Because then you'll, you'll, you'll be an a-hole for sure. Because it's like, yo. You've had you've had seven beers. You're screaming about about Scott Pasednik. You want him to hit a home you run. You need to sit at the Maybe bar. I'm projecting a little bit about myself. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. But you want Tadahito Gucci to take a slight uh, more of a lead off of first. I guess what I'm saying is like if you're wasted, you don't care what the help thinks. And but you're I don't sma- get wasted. But if you are, okay, then you're smashing um, salt and pepper shakers because it with the tempo of the, the pitcher right. you're excited you don't care what happens to the place maybe you shit in an ashtray maybe you didn't like there's a lot of things that could happen if you're sober then you're going like oh uh like i'm worried about the waitress um, i wasn't i'm just worried about like you know when you're there with a group of people you have to, I mean, there's always going to be one person who cares the most. But there has to be. And like, I cared the most out of this group of people. Right. So I, I'm just like, hey, I want to watch the game. I don't want to talk about what happened to you at work. I don't want to talk about like, hey, I haven't seen this guy in a while. Let's reminisce. Right, right, right. Like I'm here to watch the Cubs game. But you need to be in that, there's a drunk middle ground to where like, yo, I got a strong buzz and I'm following each pitch. However, 
when the waitress comes, she ain't going to ask me if we need beers because she knows I'm already like fucked up. Well, that's why you just need to sit at the actual bar itself. You know what I mean? You could sit next to other people, but you know, yeah. you put your bar on the, on, you know, to the line and they bring you another one. That's it. That's oh, really like awesome. if somebody's already established it, like, okay, let's, let's go B-dubs, right? Let's go B-W-3s, Buffalo Wild Wings. You go there, someone's already established a table. Like, it's cool. I'll join and I'll eat some of these wings and I'll throw you 20, 40 bucks. But like when the waitress comes and goes like, hey, is everything cool? Like that, no, <laughs> yeah, not on know. me. Don't like, ask me. I can't talk to it because I can't speak and I'm stupid. And it's not my, uh, you know what I mean? It's not my jurisdiction. Well, it's just not re- my alcoholic jurisdiction. It just reinforced to me that like, you know, especially when I pay $70 for a pay-per-view, I won't go, I have to be in control of watching the television because when I've hosted these events, I've tried to get people into boxing. You got to go to Bridges, man, because like Bridges, it's like, you never know. Like you could want to punch the guy in the mouth or he could be wasted and he could be your best buddy. Like Bridges in Griffith is a good place to roll the dice. Like the guy could come in there singing sticks or it could be a, a famous Times reporter. Like you don't know who you're going to bump <laughs> a up. A famous against. Times reporter. Huh? In- infamous. Oh, like, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I like to go to a place like that to where it's like, yo, they're not going to expect a huge tip or they're not going to expect you to not be, you know what I mean? Like, I guess like, okay, think of Roadhouse, like the waitresses that actually went table to table, like everyone puts the spotlight on Patrick Swayze and like, I thought you'd be bigger. And like, no matter what, push him out, but be nice. Right. There's all that. And all that's true. But nobody ever focuses on the dudes that just came in. Watched the blind guy play keyboard and left. Yeah, that wasn't important. That is a drunk sweet spot. That dude got a buzz, watched some really good drunk keyboard. Had fights going on around him. Just lifted his beer yeah. while somebody, you know, while the table got whipped out from under him. Yeah. And then, you know, rarely got stabbed. Right. Rarely, right. rarely got stabbed. Uh, and it had is a good Jeff time. Jeff Healy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other side of the chicken wire. So. What I'm saying is there is a sweet spot, and this takes a lot of time. Like, not all of you grew up in Hessville, and I understand it's going to take time for all of you to get it, but you got to be able to walk in and be like, yo, I belong here. However, when the cops come, I'm not getting arrested. When the fights come, I'm not part of it, but I am going to know. But, I'm going to know the pitch count, and I'm going to know what's it up. It was my idea to ha- to go out and drink some beers and watch the Cubs, you know, win this game and get uh, move on to the World Series. Do you have like these great memories? Like, yo, no. I remember where I was at. I was at Doc's yeah, Barbecue. Yeah, I, I remember where I was at, but I'm like, all I remember is everybody at the end cheering and there was some baseball being played, but it wasn't like... Uh, you weren't following pitch by pitch? Well, like, the first like three innings maybe, but then once my wife showed up and her friend and, you know, my other buddy who I hadn't seen in a while, and that's why... So anyway, I reflect. You're getting robbed, dude. You need to soak it in right now. That's what I'm saying. So from this point forward, I will house. be... One man army watching the, you know, or even if two my wife's man, at home, two man army. That's fine, but one or two. But man when army. I, when I pay, <laughs> another thing is when I do the boxing parties, I used it'd be seventy dollars, and I would tell it's it's I'm the kind of guy's usually up front. I'd be like, hey, listen, man, I paid seventy bucks for this. Welcome to come. Um, I'm probably have some, my wife will make up some food or whatever. I'll grab some beer, you know, and I just throw down like ten bucks, you know, whatever. Depending oh, on how many, it yeah. is nothing. You're eating for free. You're drinking for free. You're seeing. You're still not in the black, right? And you know what? Half the people they'll be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be able to make it at the beginning. I'll I'll probably show up at some point." And that to me means that means, hey, I'm gonna meander in. Not really into boxing, but I'm down to hang out with some dudes. So I'm not gonna be paying. You know what I mean? Like, no, man. If I show up to that event, which I haven't yet, but if I show up to that event, 
this twenty bucks in the door. Like, yo, and you're gonna probably gonna go like, ah, don't worry, but I'm going no, twenty bucks. <laughs> no, we're gonna. But, you'll take it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But put twenty bucks. I often thought about doing a prepay, like you but pay me the week before, and I if give five you- dudes <laughs> do that, you your beer and food and in pay per view right. is just about coming. I don't even just care. about. Yeah, not, you're not making. You're not right. getting rich off of it. Okay, and so still the wear and tear on your door. So that's going your front on. Front rug. But then, you know, people want to talk about stuff unrelated to boxing, and I'm like, hey, dude, you know. I watch so many pay-per-views myself, which is weird because I think pay-per-view fights are a group activity for the most Seems part. Seems like it, yeah. Never for me. Like, I I would have my son. He'd fall asleep, you know, eh, <laughs> third not, round eh, in. But no. I'm just as content and probably happier that I get I get my money's worth when I get to watch every punch, listen, yeah. listen to the commentators. Now, I don't want to listen to anything Joe Buck has to say anyway. So I'd rather the closed captioning. Okay. Yeah. No. Is that? Is does that, look delightful. Though, I will. Delightful. Yeah. There's a lot of plugs. Is that? I want to touch on that for a second because um, uh, one just just this is a big deal. This is a big. You grew up a Cubs fan, right? Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. Like what what's going on is a big deal. So we're like we're making light of it. However, uh, I grew up a Cubs. I told the story before. A Cubs fan converted to a Sox fan in my teen years. They won. Uh, and I'm not going back to Cubs fan. However, like Bruce Jenner, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> precisely. There's not a lot of difference <laughs> between he and I, she and I. Um, but uh, I got a lot of love for the the, the people that are, are are excited and winning for, uh, now, uh, enjoying basking in the glow of uh, championship dumb. So, I guess my point is like you're you're talking about like missing. Uh, big big plays and big parts of it not being present during it. You, there's no other podcast in the region that is going to come out before ours. That like this is it, Cubs World Series. Like this is it. This is a big. Did you pull out the stops? Do you just go hard? Do you call off work? Like like what do you do? You know, it's funny you say that Cause because I, when this well, let me just when the Sox won, I was a young ignorant dude in my twenties, and it was like fuck. I'll just show up hungover, drunk, like. But as an adult, like the Cubs have finally made it, and this goes out to all the dudes that have decent jobs. Most of the people that listen to us are not a hundred percent ne'er do wells. The Cubs are in it. What do you do now? Well, uh, interestingly enough, I had this conversation with my sister earlier, and I said, "Hey, like I'm a forty year old guy, and thirty nine, and I feel like so." Yesterday, the Cubs win, right? And yes, big people deal. are cheering in the bar for about. Two three minutes, yeah, giving high fives yeah. to the people next to him. I'm like, I'm, I'm high five and I'm MFers. a no fi I don't do the 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 random high five either. Mm. So I just you know, okay. good for you, whatever. But um, then everybody just went home. That was it. So, so I I'm you're part min- of me feels like right part of me feels like you know, hey, had this happened in my 20s, I probably would have. And I remember in was now, it you you were at Docs. Yeah. Now, do you think if do you think if you were at say Growlers or Langos or one of these. Yeah. yeah Do you think it would be deal. more of like a, like oh I'm gonna like stick my junk in the, like the cherry tray behind the bar? I don't or know. Or like I'm gonna I, f this olive or something. You know what I mean? I mean like, not for me, but I'm sure other. Yeah, maybe it would have been yeah. a wilder crowd for sure. Yeah. But I, I feel like I remember doing some dumb things <laughs> in '05, in '03, and, so, and in '010 also. '010. <laughs> in '03, when the Cubs won the division, correct? Yeah. Yeah. '03. Uh, that was the Bartman. I. Remember telling my wife, like, hey, if the Cubs win the World Series, like, I'm, I'm driving down to, to Wrigleyville. To do what? 
just basking it. Just to see, I'm yeah, gonna park and yeah. bask in yes. it. Yes, I'm just gonna. That's go my other question. Head. Like, yo, if you're listening, if you're just about that Cubs life, do you just find some dude's house and be like, yo, can I give you fifty bucks? I'm just gonna park here and bask in it. Now, so now bringing me forward you to could where do we are that. now, That's I have no interest. I have an interest of watching the game, going like, yeah, man, they did it. Turning the game off, yeah. and going to bed. Like, <laughs> I really have no. I told my sister, I was like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna watch the game. I'm gonna be real excited that the Cubs won. I'm going to turn the, turn the TV off and I'm going to go to bed and then the next day I'm going to have to go to work. Well, with all the Blackhawks wins too, like being like bout it, bout it. Um, I did not go to any parades. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not about like the secondary, like the dudes holding the trophy. Like I'm super, like I want them to play well and I'm very excited. I want them to play good hockey, but them themselves, um, these are dudes from Canada. I don't know. <laughs> Well, Doc Gooden didn't even go to I don't the parade need to after the Mets one. So why would I go? Why would you? I mean, that's a, that's a real good point. I mean, but like, I don't need to high five Nicholas Jalmerson. Like, he seems like a great dude. Is his wife real good looking? Yeah, that's not the point. I feel like we're straying. Um, I don't need to go to the parade to go like, oh, Jonathan Tate. I know, and as players, they love that. They're like, look at the city. Like, the city is behind us. And it's like, yeah, I am just I'm behind you at home, like right. watching, right? And in 4K, I think my, I guess nay, my ultra our, 4K. My wife, or you know, she was like, hey, you know, if if the Cubs win, or like, are we gonna go to the parade? I'm like, no, like I I, I couldn't think of anything <laughs> I'd want to do less. Oh, I am, dude. Because I and she's but, like but, I said, but, she's down for whatever, and I'm like, why would you want? Century. I don't care. So not for point, me, it hasn't. But at I'm what point do you just go like, yo, like you? But there's a real solid argument that like you need to be at this because you're fucking like your grandma wanted to be at this parade and could not because it didn't occur so you have a sort of sports nay family obligation to go i don't feel that i don't i don't feel obligated so then if they win and it's like like listen i don't put a w flag up i don't do any of that no stuff. me either yeah. i'm primarily a mets fan anyway <laughs> So, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. being a Cubs slash if the Mets did a parade all the way from New York yeah. to, like, no, through, I wouldn't go through Ohio. I wouldn't do that either. Oh. I'm just saying, uh, I, I've realized that, like, beyond going to the city, I, I've, I've realized there's probably two bands that I would probably go see that I haven't seen yet. Um, if I've already seen a band, I would never go back and see them again at this point. I, I've done it before where I've seen bands. What if you're, even if it's like your faves, like nah, just, just nah, not. because you know what? All the bands that I like are, are bands that were cool in the eighties to me. And uh, now they're not to me. They're not, they're not that cool. anymore. You might be just what I'm fighting off. Like in three years. From now. I told you this. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You look yeah, across yeah. this table and you're just like, <laughs> you, you know, I feel <laughs> I like Darth was... Vader just telling you like, Hey, like man. if you were to go great Scott, <laughs> yeah, no, it's there. But like, yeah, I'm five years from going like toadies. I really liked them, but uh, yeah, it's like you know, I saw. But dude, I've seen social up, distortion three times price. probably in fi- in a five year span, and they Mike Ness came out and gave the same speech at the beginning and between every songs that I'd seen him every show he gave. Like, how you doing, man? You know, I was driving through Hollywood today, and it was that parking lot across the street from the whiskey about 18 years ago we used to sit back there and drink and uh oh we'd get we'd we'd, we'd get warmed up for the show that was back when a time when society was not quite ready for this type of music (laughs) 
Does anyone remember those days? That's when punk rock was dangerous, right? You couldn't walk into a mall and get your little pussy pierced and, <laughs> and your little Doc Martin boots and your crazy color for your hair. You walk down the street with blue hair, you was gonna get in a fight with about five angry construction workers or the local college football team, rednecks or cops. Yeah, sometimes they kicked our ass, but you know what? Sometimes we beat the fuck out of them. That's right, I was about four foot fucking eight and I hit the biggest motherfucker there. This song's called Prison Bound. The first time I saw it, I was like, man, he's speaking from the heart. And I was like, dude, this is completely rehearsed, except maybe they've added a couple songs or taken a couple away. But like the stuff that he said in between the songs, I was like, oh, oh God, I remember thinking that when I went to see Corn. like, oh, <laughs> it doesn't compare, I know. But like when I was a kid, Corn was really big. Like I was like 16 and shit. Like Corn was a big band and we all, uh, every, every white a teenager that was like angry at Jesus or whatever. You know what I mean? Like everybody was like mad at that uh, time or place. Like identified with it. So like, you no, know, I didn't get molested. However, I still feel like I was mad about the fact that he did. So we'd show up to these shows. and Who did? Uh, Jonathan Davis, oh, the okay. singer for Corn. All right. No, it's like well known that he like got diddled or whatever. And so, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> But his rap report doesn't care. No, but it's it's embedded into their music because like a lot of the imagery and 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 his molestation. Yeah, imagery, yeah, really? no, no, yeah, it's a big deal. Like it happened, and so no, honestly, God, it is. So their first couple of records like hint at it, and there's a couple songs where like dude just loses it, like just like on record, like the song allows time for him to just fucking like lose his shit. And like he's like saying some personal like lyrics. the drummer's just doing some fills and he's like crying. You're not far off. Yeah. Really? No, honest to God. There's okay. some there's some there's and I mean like it you know, like shit on it or or, or, or identify it with it. Like people that identify with it are probably like finally some dude said like what I what there's that's always the case in music, right? Mm. Like there's always some dude that's gonna identify with it. That guy from Everclear, man, he had it rough. His dad, his dad was, you know what? Uh, uh, sometimes you give me a birthday card with a five dollar bill. Uh, I never understand I would you, listen to this and song, I guess I never will. You know what and I mean? I would get like so down, and my wife would be like, "Your dad's alive. Like your dad, you know, <laughs> right. now, now he's not, but you know, back then." And she's like, this right, song, right. First of all, the song sucks, right. and second of all, like, why are you moved by it?" I'm like, "Because art, man." You'd be I like, "Because art, like his dad was sucked." <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, but your dad's around." I know, but like. But some dads are shitty, man. <laughs> no, no, no. A hundred percent. But Jonathan Davis of Corn was uh, had a rough go. So a lot of his songs. Why the fuck was I even talking about that? But a lot of his songs, he he emotes that that that. We're that, talking that, about going to see band. And I said there's oh, only really only okay. two bands that I would go to see at from today. I can okay. I'm back. Okay. So, um. I remember hearing that and going like, wow, I'd never heard such raw emotion on a record. And even like I grew up loving Kurt Cobain, but it was different. It was more subdued. It was more um, sarcastic, witty. Um, I remember hearing Korn and say what you will about the music. It but, sucks. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No, I, I mean, a lot of it is really bad. 
but I remember going like, wow, this dude is, 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 this is therapy on record. And just, you know, when you're an angry teenager, you're, you're a loaded gun looking for a, a, a subject to fire upon. You know what I mean? And that, that was me. So I remember hearing that and going like, wow, man, there's shitty dads out there. What You know, so, so that was, that was part of it. So he's got some songs where he fires away at this, um, this, this bad childhood, uh, and so when I saw him live the first couple of times, I was like, whoa, dude, like, is he gonna like, like, is this, is, is he going to do like what he did on record? You know what I mean? And I saw it a couple of times and I go, uh, there's, there's a couple of songs where like he would like, um, I didn't he know. He breaks it down into like a, like some poetry or some like, <laughs> he's like, she was a thief. You got to believe she stole my heart and my cat. No, but like, um, there was a couple of songs where it would break down. And he would like, um, on stage, he would lose it. And he's on the floor screaming. And it's all emotional. And it, that was, I know, judge it. I know, yeah, it's but it's, awful it, but it's on part, so many levels. Right, right. I, just I understand like that. the promo picture of the band, and I'm like, I wouldn't even have to hear this band. <laughs> the picture, and I'm like, no way. <laughs> I got it, dude. And I'm seriously not proud of a lot of it, but. Part of adolescence is fucking do, is doing shit wrong, and and doing shit wrong, uh, wholeheartedly. That's part of it. Okay, so whatever. But I remember seeing Corn and and dude would like lose it on stage and like scream about real personal shit. And I remember the first time I saw it, I'm like, wow, man, like, like this is serious. You know what I mean? Like this is like he's yelling about like a missing father like like i feel it right like it's in my bones man you should have been into gg allen in your day you have thrown a pile <laughs> like, of shit in your throw, face this dude threw real poop at me it <laughs> means something <laughs> but like but then i saw him again and he did it again and then i saw him a third time you're like this is complete and he stage. did it again and i went like oh and it, it was like that trent reznor song like i want so much to believe right like i'm watching it and i just go like like i i know this is coming from a real place this is coming from a real place of pain so i get it but then once you see it four or five, six, seven, and I followed Corn like I saw him in like Ohio. Oh my god! Do it? No, I know, I know. <laughs> you know what? Half of 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 letting go as an adult is just being like, I don't give a shit. Whatever. I did a lot of really dumb stuff, but I followed Corn. I a, a few states like I saw a lot of Corn shows. Man, I could have wasted that time on Pearl Jam or Nirvana. I get it, but I I saw a lot. Well, Kurobe was dead. But I followed Corn. I saw a lot of Corn shows, and the more times I saw him writhe uh, on the floor in agony and 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 emote this like missing father or abuse sexual thing, like I just went like, "Oh, dude, he does this every night." <laughs> like it took the piss out right, of it, yeah, as as sure. the Englanders for would sure. say. I was just like, like the initial idea is great, and I get it, and it means something, and it. it it doesn't take anything away from the, when he wrote that song. It probably was like some real shit, mm-hmm. but you can't tour on that emotion. You can't go every night and just be like, my daddy did this <laughs> to me. Like, cause by the time you hit like Waukegan, like you ain't, uh, you know what I mean? Like you're ready to like, just like bust some whores backstage as soon as you're done. And you can't be a victim, man. Uh, well, that's how you get those ones. Haven't heard your, the crying thing. Ah, yeah, I guess like you have to hear new ears, but Whatever. when you, but that's probably roadies. Roadies would be great. That's what I'm saying. I'm just roadies not prepared see that to have over over. to deal with that. If I, if, you know, I go out for the night, I go to the city, pay for parking, and now I, he's going to put all this on me. I, I don't want it. I'm not. I'm not prepared emotionally to deal with it. It's not going to happen. No. Be like, that's your problem. Yeah, right. That's 
Right. This, this is all. This is your problem. If, yeah. If you want to jump not off bought a, a ticket, a stack. Cool. But I'm had a, I not bought a concert ticket, zero of this would be my problem. You know, it'd be my problem. Like, what it. am I going to eat tonight? You wouldn't even know. That's about a twelve dollar problem. I can <laughs> right. handle that. Right. Yeah. I. I. I get you. I get you a hundred percent. I get you a hundred percent. That being said, dude, if you do the World Series, I'm. I'm for it. I'm in. All right. This is Jessica Hernandez of Jessica Hernandez and the Deltas, and you're listening to the Hey My Man podcast. So I find myself again, you know, we always talk about, uh, at least I always do, about trying to do home repairs and being a homeowner. And I'll tell you, once again, so now this week, uh, this weekend came around and I spent the entire, from all night, Friday night, and then all day Saturday, uh, painting my bathroom, you know, sanding, puttying, caulking, painting, sanding again, all that good stuff. Uh, and finally I got to the last, like I, I had everything done and I Snapchatted a video of it to my wife so she could see it while she's at work and she's showing her friend. She's like, Oh, and you know, it looks great. So then I'm like, you know, normally I would wait to put uh, the toilet paper holder and the towel rack up, uh, until, you know, give it like a day to, so everything's good to go. Nice, dry, whatever. Um, but I wanted to push the pace because I was like, I want this behind me. I want Sunday to just be my day. You know how when you, you consider get to the yourself end, like, a professional painter. Yeah. So there's a certain standard you need. to. Well, uphold. not just that. It was just like, I just don't want to be straddled with this on Sunday because I know I still got to cut the grass on Sunday and I'm Ugh. trying to work on my shed, uh, uh, fixing the door on my shed. So I had bought a bunch of lumber. I had primed that lumber because I have like white trim on the shed or whatever. So I was cutting Damn, that to size and doing a bunch you. of stuff. And I don't have any, I don't have my father-in-law like you have. So I'm, all, I'm on my own. Right I'm on now. my own. So, um, as of right now, you're, yeah. I put the toilet paper holder in and then I go to put the towel rack. And now the towel rack we had was above the toilet. And that was, um, it was put in by the people who lived here before us. So it's been there for quite some time. And I, I had no idea what was going on behind there. So I had taken it out, mudded the wall, fixed it. And I was going to basically put the new one in the same spot. Now, my wife gets me a, the specific one she got requires, and you know what? There's some subtle differences, but most of the, 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 the mounting material for these are, are pretty crappy. Like the way that you have to mount it, you have these like tiny little set screws that go, oh, you know, yeah, they're, they're garbage bullshit. Chinese bullshit. By the way, most Chinese, not Chinese. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating, well, you know, this, this is a smaller one than the one before. Cause the one before held like six towels, like three in the, or five, three in the back, two in the front. And this one was just, it was just a single, it would, it could hold two towels. So it was just a single rod. The other one was two tiered. Okay. So I'm like, man, do I use the, um, anchors or do not, you know, it says you should go with the anchor, but I'm like, you know what? No one's supposed to use these towels or decorator towels. Always anchor. So I'm like, you know what? I got to go with the anchor. Got to put the first one in. Got it. Lined it up, getting ready to drop the Boom. second one. You bapped it in. No, I was drilling the whole you drill, then you bap, you drill. So you as bap. I'm going in. You know, it goes in, no problem. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I, I then push the uh, the anchor in, it's and it starts pushing back at me. I'm like, what the hell? So I'm thinking maybe there's a wire or something that it's touching some electrical. Bap, no? Yeah, so I hit it with a hammer. You sure. know what happened? I broke, the, I broke a hole in the wall the size of my fist. What? Because what happened was is behind there was a, an air duct. A metal duct. So when I hit it, nah, it turned. The, nah. It turned. The, so it busted. Nah. So now the whole room's done except for this one spot. And I'm like, you got it, because it's going to take at least a day to set up the mud. 
Uh, and now I can't even put something, the towel rack back there because it's just going to be mud there. You know, even though there'll be paint over it, it's not solid sheetrock anymore. Help out, help out new, new homeowners. There's, there's people that listen to this show that just bought a house. Yeah. They may, <laughs> they may take out their, their towel, you know, holder. Yeah. I, well, I don't so know this how to happens to them. So, how do, okay, so what this I, happens to them. How do they fix this? I tried to jam every single thing I could. First, the hole was a little bit smaller. But you as, leave your sex life out of it. But I, like, how did you fix the I, problem? Well, eventually, what I had to do was mud the whole thing over again, and then paint it all over again, and then get now same I, hole. Yeah. Okay, you went to the same hole. Some people would be leery. They would make no, no, a no, new I didn't, hole. I didn't put a towel rack in there anymore. What I did was I got one of those shelving units that go over your toilet. And block the wall, so now you have just have like a cabinet above my toilet to put them towels in. <laughs> okay, all right. But I mean, the wall, right, the wall looks right. perfect. It's fine now, but it's still, I couldn't sink another. There's no way you could. I couldn't put a towel there because that it's, a, it's why would you have a fist size hole? Like what the? Because F? I I started. To, I put one in, and then it broke out the wall, and then I had I tried to go with a bigger anchor. Oh and you know, God. it just shit goes oh from because I'm like, God, I'm not repainting Dave, this. this. I'm is, not repainting this. This is bad. And as time went on, then it got the hole got bigger than the base of the towel. And I'm like, well, that's not going to, you're going to be a hole. There's going to be a hole out, hanging out of the bottom of it. I understand. So I now understand. I, I drilled a hole. Then I, I also drilled a hole through my ductwork, which, you know, whatever. It helped dry the, it helped dry the mud from the backside. I'll tell you that on the, uh, yeah, flip flop. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I got out my hair dryer and I was uh, this is half mudded, vet, dried, half veteran move, half rookie move. It's mudded, like, dried with the hair dryer. Mudded, dried, painted, mudded, dried. Hair dryer. Oh yeah. What? Dry that because that you had dry the, that mud. Yeah, the ten. It's like a ten minute joint compound, but I I dry it up in like three minutes, and then I oh the paint hot over mud, the hot mud sixty ain't it sixty minutes yeah the no, hot this mud? was this was a it's uh just a yeah how if you're using a, if you're using a high grab hot mud how ten, this is ten minutes if with no heat. ten minutes yeah, to ten sand minutes. oh no okay so I dry it all right then I sand it then I put more on then I sand mm-hmm. I float it out and finally I I patched it but then I knew I couldn't put but if another, you're using hot mud just, to, just I don't to, use hot mud you don't use hot mud no why not what do you use premix. I just use what don't you be know. crazy. You yeah, mix use it. a joint you mix compound. It. You no, mix I use it. a joint compound. I buy it at the store. Premixed? Yeah. No. Never had a problem. Premix is not sixty minutes. It's not sixty minutes. I did it, and I just told you ten minutes. Oh my god! Look, Dave, you got no. You got no respect for. You got all no right. respect for the how how all science right. works. Well, right now. all I'm telling you is, uh, all in all, then you know today. So you use premixed mud, and how long did you let it? I'm. I know ladies are getting real hot when they hear this. And this is this I would is normally let it sit for ten minutes, or I mean, pre-mix you give minutes. ten minutes. So, I mean, if I can, I'd let it sit overnight. But I didn't oh need to God. because I had yeah, I had a, I had a hair dryer on this it. I was drying. Is, I, I want to hear Kojak takes. I want to hear Kojak's take on this right now. Regardless, I want to hear Kojak's take on your non your pre-mix non hot mud. I smoothed it out. It looks beautiful, and okay. then I ended up right. because I couldn't put a towel rack back up because it's joint compound and there's you're no lucky. I you're lucky. I'm like eight beers in and didn't look at your towel rack when I went in there. there you won't see it because it does isn't there. Well, yeah, but I still. just told you it's not there. <laughs> so anyway, then I so the whole thing's done, and then my wife's like putting down. She bought some rugs and she bought like a new shower curtain. And she goes to, uh, she oh, I have some some art I want you to hang up. And of course, once again, now we're now I'm dropping anchors in again. I'm like, I ain't gonna make this mistake twice, huh? Art I want you to hang. Well, then because then it's like, I want it to be even. I want. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't want to measure from the top of the wall. I don't want to get the the uh, the level out. None of that crap, man. Why can't we just make it offset a little bit? You know, just make it look artsy. But yeah, I ended up getting it all done. 
I'm done with that. Now I'm moving on. As you see, I mudded the stairway. I mudded the upstairs hallway. So it's like from one project to the next. And I was telling her, I go, listen, I work five days a week. Your efficiency is remarkable. I work like, five days a week. When I do week. jobs, like shit takes a halt. You do jobs and it's like, oh, there's going to be a few smudges on the hall. When I do a job, like it's just like the, the stairs out of commission. You know what I mean? Well, there's only a few smudges on the hall. What do you mean? No, I mean, I mean well, like you walked in and, and this room could still function as is. When oh, I, yeah. When I oh, do a job. Saying there's shit laying everywhere. Like, I'm like a union, like, construction worker. <laughs> like, when I do a job, I'm like 8094 from Calumet to Klein, out of commission. Well, you have to remember, I mean, I did I did residential and new construction, so I had to do this in other people's homes. So, you, like, you'd go there one day. But me too, but maybe that's part of it, like, like, yo, I just. But you weren't on a timeline. No, I want the biggest. So when I had to paint someone's house, I'd go there and Every mu- job mud, it, done has been on mud a it one day. Yeah. Not for someone else. They're your jobs. Mm. But you know what I mean? I would go yeah. mud it one day, and then yeah. I would come back the next day, and it would be like, it has to be finished. Yeah, you got to stand so, and prime over the yeah, shit whatever. Like right now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No. Um, you just get in the habit. And then for a while, I worked on like uh, you know these flipped over apartment buildings. So you yeah. would just go, you would literally just paint over... Like you'd paint over the thermostat, you'd paint over so they, right. you know, in those light switches. Yeah, just, seriously, yeah. I mean, it, light switches never came off. The vents. Kojak knows about well, that it, shit. Just right over air ducts. That, what do you got to do? That's what happens in low rent, you know, apartment buildings. But anyway, um, so about then I started. Business. I started while I was waiting for the the uh, the wall to dry today on something I was fixing. I was outside doing the the shed doors on my shed, and then that thing fell apart. And it's like. I just can never, I can, once you, once I start and I've like given myself this, uh, you know, list to do, I, it makes me crazy. Well, being a homeowner sucks so bad. It does. People, like, like people talk about like, oh, like, oh, you're rent, like you're throwing your money away. No, you're not. You're throwing money towards your happiness. But think about this. When you marry a woman, you, the, the hope is that you marry a woman, if you're smart, that can cook. Right. And if she can't cook that she'll learn to cook. But I don't think you can really, it's, I mean, to learn to be a handyman is a hard thing to do. There's so many different nuances like electrical, plumbing. It, it's, it's, it's very difficult. So for me, my wife married a person who was very unhandy. And, you know, my, when my dad was alive, he would come over, he could fix anything. Yeah. And I was just, I just never learned from him when he tried to teach me. I was like, whatever, dude, you'll just fix it. I'm not going to. If you could give up something you're good at. Mm-hmm. To gain the ability to be good at one of those physical trades, would you do it? I once asked... Well, I guess first, like, what are you good at? I once asked Chencho, the famous tattoo artist uh, in our area here. He did did my uh, ink uh, from Bugaboo at the time. I asked him, I said, would you give up? Because he, you know, he paints too. And I said, and he loved music. And I said, would you give up your talent for art? in order to play a musical instrument and be, and be proficient. And he goes, absolutely. No shit. So right away. Right. Yeah. And so that same question to me is what would I, what, first of all, I don't know what I'm good at. So I don't know. I guess that is, I, that is also a problem. I would say yeah. if I could give up my ability to play a musical instrument, to be good at uh carpentry, then I would probably do that because I feel like at this point in my life, I'm not going to be in a band. I'm not going to be a musician. Like if you could play bar chords versus square out a room. Dude, it's, it's not even a question. Oh, it's not close. No, not even, but ask yourself that question 10 years ago. Yeah. Who who wants wants to frame a room? No, no. I meant the other way. Yeah. No, when I'm a kid, like who wants to frame out a room? Well, think about it. Now I'm like, who wants to play stupid guitar? (laughs) I feel like, 
Yeah. I, I spent most of my high school in study halls and vocational area in the high school. So whether it be wood shop or electronics or electricity or, you know, uh, graphic arts or whatever, I was always in that hall, the hall of people that was yeah. like, you're destined Specific to work in a talents. factory yeah. or, you know, have a radio blaring Rush Limbaugh at whatever job site you're working at. That was my You <laughs> people. <laughs> so yeah. with that being said, I wanted to be a carpenter for a long time. Oh, I really I wish loved I would. I wish I've even. I wish I would have even dreamt that high. Think about this: when you do, my you dreams were so. I, we joke about it before, but dude, my like my aspirations when I joke about Borstock, like this. This is I'm not exaggerating. Like when like my wildest dreams were most people's. Like oh, I guess there's nothing left. Like. I didn't. I didn't dare to dream higher than some people. Like shit, man. That's all that's left. Like I didn't have this. Like, like you go like, driver, oh, I wish I was just chain. like a, a carpenter. Like my, I was like, whoa, dude. If I could, if I could get that car, that forklift license. Like, <laughs> like I dared to dream at the bottom. Well, of, I just remember being in wood shop and looking at all these tools, the lathes and the you know the oscillating yeah. spindle sanders, and I was yeah. like, dude. Mr. Pinzato, oh, this is Morton. so awesome. But then I remember, I'll never forget, there was a guy in my class named John. I was like, dude, I can do a MIG and a TIG welder. <laughs> this should be crazy. This guy, John Terry, and uh, we had a project. So basically, we like I think we made a coat rack, and then you had a big project. So by the end of the year, you had to, you could, you had to pick a big project. <laughs> yeah. My, what I did was I picked helping John Terry making a gun cabinet for his grandfather. And oh he was, he was a, he was a, a damn good cabinet. Work. He was a damn good glass in it. Ornamental. Beautiful. I wish people from the East and West coast would hear this podcast and go like, you made a gun cabinet. I didn't make shit. School. I just pretended that I was helping this guy out. And really, I, I just fucked off the whole time. But, but his high school project teacher, was to make a gun cabinet. That te- ought to tell you where we're at. Midwest. <laughs> Remember the teacher going like, he'd come up to be like, all right, what'd you do this semester? Or, you know, what'd you get done this grading period? I'm like, well, I helped John do, and I had helped them do nothing. I learned zero. Like in he and I made this cabinet. I'm like, I think tongue and groove, tongue and groove. And he's like, TNG, all right. A lot you know? of TNG. Yeah. A lot of TNG. It's some Mig, dovetails. A lot of Mig, I don't know. A lot of TIG. I did not a hold TIG. a two by four against the fence one time. It caused a kickback <laughs> when I hit a knot and knocked <laughs> the biggest bully in my class. It busted his two bottom ribs. And I'll tell you what, I was so glad that he didn't make it back to school that that year because Uh, I was waiting for my beating to come. I was waiting for my beating to happen. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it never happened. I remember thinking like... He might have died. I never saw him again. I remember thinking like, oh, like this shit's... Like this stuff's for... like, not. I guess not losers. No, I felt that same way. But just like the people that give up on their dreams... Or don't have dreams are going to learn how to weld underwater. Like that's like... Like, that's I like just don't give the, a shit about life. Yeah. That's one of the most money. I didn't know okay. at 16 that underwater welders in the 90s made 50 something an hour. Like, or right. whatever. Like, I didn't yeah, know that. No, that. And I was just like, dude, fucking welding. Like, yo, I'm, I'm about to be the next man cow, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I wasn't about that really life. You did have low aspirations. You have no idea. <laughs> I, I meant by being the next man cow. Oh my god! Like yeah, at best, like <laughs> like a like a cheap man's man cow. That's like saying like like I want to be like a poor man's Franzia. You were gonna be Eddie and Jobo. Like I want to be a poor man's Franzia no wine. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> right? But point is this: I remember going like like oh this shit's for losers. Like I I, remember, I made like a tree stand for my brother in law to hunt. Like 
And I made this tree stand out of like angle iron and stuff. And there's no way he would He's ever. Like, yeah, I couldn't carry this thing into the woods. It's, no. It weighs like, you know. No, he carried it to the dumpster. I promise he carried it to the dumpster. No, like, he, he probably scrapped it and made a little money off it at least, hopefully. I, no, he was just no. like, you know what, this piece of shit. Like, just let somebody else scrap it. He's like, it. I might fall, cut myself, and we have lockjaw. So I, He's I like, the $15 I get for scrap is not worth the soul that I would lose by like holding this in my stupid SUV. So he got rid of it. He sold it. Uh, well, at least he got something. I'm sure he did. But like, I made a tree stand. Like, I was like, oh, my brother likes to hunt. I'll make it. Like, that's the that's the best I could use my abilities for. And then, like years later, I remember like the same people that my that were in my class that were like like functionally retarded. Like, I and like I hear they're like, oh, he's an underwater welder for BP, making like seventy an hour. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, how I couldn't have been more wrong. Like, I couldn't have. Well, gauged was, more incorrectly. There was a time when, especially here, where learning a trade was probably more important than anything. That's oh, what you were going to do. Dude, way more than anything. <laughs> way more. Right. Like, you could be that dude that, like, you could eat your boogers in class in front of everybody until you were 16 years old. You learn how to man a TIG welder. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're, you're, you're a 200K. You could dude. grow a healthy rat tail and knew how to, oh, you know. my God. <laughs> like, my... Uh, idea of what a loser was, and and a fiscal idea was just so so far different. Is is insane. So ultimately, once again, you know, I, I think at some point maybe uh, we should start a a YouTube channel where we where I do home repairs and then you uh, you come you inspect them because uh, I'll tell you what uh, I've come a long way, but any any new challenge, man, I'll sit there and I'll stare at this. I stare at this hole in the wall. Because I didn't want to have to repaint or patch it. And I'm thinking, could I go to the store and just get a bigger towel rack? What could I put behind the wall? To, to, you know? And then, actually, it's funny because my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, who's a tin knocker, was like, why don't you just, you know, you already drilled through the uh, the ductwork anyways. Like, just use longer you know, sheet metal screws and, and use, attach it, yeah, just attach attach it, it like that. Yeah. But I, had, I, you got the hole. I already created such a hole that the base plate that with the, you know, that the towel rack was going to be mounted on was falling into the hole. So there was no, there was nothing was there. grabbing. Yeah. Anything. So, okay. but, you know, had I thought about that and that's the thing is, so I would tell you, yes, I would probably give up whatever I'm good at to be good at being able to repair my own home and not have to call somebody. So I fixed my furnace this week. I, you know, I painted the bathroom. Yeah. Whoa. Well, you just glaze over that. Well, there's an easy there. You know, a lot of people don't know this and I found it out the hard way by paying for someone to do it. But if your furnace kicks on and then kicks right back off, there's a sensor inside. No, there's a sensor inside your furnace. It's like a, it's, it has a wire coming out of the back of it, and it's... it's Tell the people. Like a, you can save some money right now. Yeah, it's probably like, a, I don't know, a couple inches long, and it sits... There's like... There should be three little... Uh, I don't even know what you call them, but anyway, it's a sensor. And so basically what happens is, if you know, your furnace is around your um, your dryer. Okay. It, it sucks in, um, you know, air uh, lint and stuff from the area, and it'll get on this sensor... And so when the sensor, you know, so if you have your furnace, it, it turns on and then it turns right off or it runs for like a minute and then kicks off and you're like, you wake up in the middle of the night, uh, that could be a problem. So you have to unscrew that, take it out and then sand it, you know, get all the burrs off it, get all that and then put it back in there. But I only really? know that because I paid, I paid for someone else to do it before. Good on you for knowing that yeah. though. That's, so, hey, that's a tip, man. But see, that's, those are Pay the kind of things. Forward, dude. That's what I'm doing. So, you know, I, I don't know much, but the, say stuff that for nothing. The, the stuff that I have learned. I, I absolutely Another do. thing we're paying for forward, 
is we have brought to light. I know Larry David did it, but 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 not, that doesn't always make its way. Doesn't always trickle down to the uh, region. <clears throat> the Pig Parker. Oh, the I'm Pig Parker thing is real. Oh yeah, the Pig Parker thing you is notice real. It everywhere you look, it's happening. I'm starting to get tweets. I'm getting pictures. I'm getting photos. Some people block out their license plates. Some don't. People are sending me photos of pig parkers. It's happening and it's a problem. Now, my next thing is, yo, if you're seeing these and you're these people that are sending me these photos, please let me know if you don't have stickers. I will give you these stickers. Every pig parker needs to have a Hey My Man podcast sticker. I have a I have a buttload of them in my car. Don't damage anyone's vehicles. I have a bunch of them in my car. When you see people parking, we should make one severely. No, let's make a new sticker. A Hey My Man yeah. podcast pig parker sticker. Yeah. I'm, I'm for it. I'm okay. for it. That's, that's a great that. idea. Let's make that happen. And until then, um, I will give you a regular one. But I'm getting pictures, dude. Look at this. I'm getting. Yeah, that's pretty awful. This is an a hole. Yeah. The person well, that parked no. like this. This is uh uh. At uh, at Harvey Woodlawn, he sent me this picture, and this is in Hessville, my alma mater. Nonetheless, you don't park like this in where I'm from. No, this shit will not stand, dude. So I'm gonna give you stickers if you see this. Stick it on there and go and leave a little note that says, "Hey, you're better than this." At Hey My Man podcast, boom. I'll work on the stickers this, this week. This is we'll like get something going. Then it's like, yo, we're not we're not starting an argument. We're just telling you do better. We know you can. <laughs> like, like it's super condescending. And that's what I'm about. Like, just go like, yo, you could do better than that. So I just I got a picture right now on Twitter from Harvey Woodlawn that's just um look at this and it's in Hessville and this is obviously taking up two spots. You look if you're gonna do that, you got to be reprimanded and you got to <laughs> be reprimanded in the form of a sticker. So, just, just like I'm here for you, you know what I mean? That's my thing. Gotcha. That's my thing. So if you see pig parkers, take pictures, call them out, let them know. I have a little news for you. It's back, dude. It's back. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. It's back. Your favorite show when you were a kid is back. Double Dare? You got... Yeah. You know it damn right. Your favorite... favorite show. Mark What's Summers, that? too? Here's the thing. I sat... Oh, dude, I, I, oh, I sat on this. I didn't even dig. I, I sat on this gem for a week and a half because last week we were so jam-packed with vital information. There wasn't room for it. Mm, double Dare, Mark. <laughs> Family Double Dare. That's my favorite. When the dad, they'd make like an old, like somebody's dad, like, you know, (laughs) digging through a giant tongue to find a flag. Grandpa Vinny wants to dig through the tapioca to find the flag. He wants to get inside of a large peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Well, here's the thing. Double Dare is to return a Nickelodeon special. Looks like Legends of the Hidden Temple isn't the only 90s Nick show to be making a comeback this year. Nickelodeon has announced that it's also bringing back You can't do that on television? Oh, (laughs) Oh, God. Wouldn't that be great? Marth. For a commemorative special airing on November 23rd. However, unlike the fictional Hidden Temple movie, the half-hour special will contain vintage footage as well as new games taped this year along with a look behind the scenes. Dude, they got to do that big nose that you have to pick, the the flag. The booger one? Now, can you... 
like if I gave how many how many was it how many flags? I couldn't tell. Five you to ten, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like yeah, how many yeah. do you remember? Probably somewhere between five and ten. But the booger one, the booger one was great. There was the tongue that at the end of the tongue there was a bunch of pudding and mm-hmm. you dug through and found mm-hmm. the pudding or found the flag. Uh, there was the nose that you would pick, mm-hmm. which is so funny. It's like <laughs> it's like pick this nose <laughs> to find. It's like. You know what the innocence of TV was great, man. Yeah, God, like you know how like when we when I talk about over the top and I go, it's not a great movie, but I love it. Well, guess what? Picking fake noses <laughs> for flags isn't a great idea, but I love I wonder, it. Now I wonder if you know because most of Nickelodeon stuff back then was Canadian based. Uh, I so I don't remember if that was uh, Mark or, Summers is coming back, dude. Physical challenge, Mark. <laughs> uh, Let's try to get on it, me and you. I'll take the, oh my God. <laughs> First of all, let's uh, see we, if we, we can get a petition. Dominate. Let's see if we can get a petition started. Listen, if there's a chance for us to be in it, you know damn well I'm about it. I'm about <laughs> I got my own goggles. Let's I get, will let's slay any look look, bring like Bieber, bring <laughs> Seth Rogan, bring shit j- anybody. Why like, did, why would they put us up against celebrities? Uh cuz they know like we're, oh, okay. we're about it about it. I'd say and, bring like Tom Selleck. So yeah, we know no, we can I'm piece. thinking like Canadians, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Oh, yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Alanis Morissette. Yeah, like me versus Lannis Morissette, it'd be tough because like oh my, like I'd be like, oh, I respect you so much, but I also respect Double yeah, Dare. This I'd, is gonna be I'd so tough. I'd take her down. No would respect. you? Yeah. Okay. It would be like 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 I I would be the one that sort of like kept our head in the game. Like yo, dude, she's she's a Lannis Morissette means a lot to me, and you'd be like, boom, the answer is Pacific Ocean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you'd slam them down to the ground. So I Pass. was super excited. <laughs> Pass physical challenge. I was super excited to hear about this. Um, so it said, "What's more, Mark Summers will return to host along with his announcer, John Harvey, yeah, and nobody right- cares about that guy. Oh, and right hand woman, Robin Russo. Nobody cares. Even I don't less. remember who that is. Either. The show, which ran from nineteen, take a guess. When did when was Double Dare on? Nineteen. Let's see how aware you are. Holy shit! To nineteen ninety one. Wow, that's pretty good. Oh, it's 86 to 93. Oh, okay. I was one of Nickelodeon's longest-running oh, game shows and featured kids in two-membered teams competing to win prizes by completing physical challenges and answering trivia questions, as well as taking on infamous obstacle course. Now, here's the thing. I grew up never having cable. The Washington Monument? <laughs> I grew up never, ever having cable, um, yet somehow I must have had enough sleepovers and enough things to like to where I feel like I saw all of this. So like I'm super uh, I felt like Mark Summers hated children. Could it have been on <laughs> like a free channel? Because oh, yeah, Nickelodeon I, it wasn't pro- premium. Well no, but that was cable. Yeah, it was cable. But um, I promise you, growing up I did not have cable. Dude, poor stock to the core. Like I did not have cable. Yet I would come home from school and watch it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they maybe it was aired also on another. Maybe uh, my parents forked over like, oh, like we'll go twenty a month to get like the pretty, basic. Yeah, it's healthy Nickelodeon. Like, like we'll get Nick mm-hmm. and TBS or something like that. But the you, yeah, the show which ran from eighty six to ninety three, one of Nickelodeon's longest running shows. Blah blah blah. Um, Double Dare special will air on Wednesday, November twenty third at nine p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So if it's gonna air, I don't know if they already taped it. I don't. Th- I don't know if hope is lost for us. Mm-hmm. But like, first of all, I know for sure they don't. They don't want no part of it. <laughs> like, I don't know whether they think they do or not. I can tell you in their bones, in their core, they Dude, don't I'd like to go up against Rappaport. 
Oh, my Dumbledore. God. G. Monetti and Rappaport. G. Moody, a.k.a. Rhymes with Duty, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, uh, the Black Ed uh, McMahon. A Black Ed McMahon yep. against Hey My Man? Are you kidding me? That's sort of on the Double Deer Challenge. That Dude, listen. I feel like it's a good thing they tape it ahead of time because if that shit, that is pay-per-view shit. <laughs> that is pay-per-view. What if he did drunk Double Dare? You gonna put uh, you gonna put the Gringo Mandingo against the drunk Hessville Harnessy? I'm, I'm putting in his I'm putting his name in the street right now. You're saying his name right now. Yeah, that's right. You're putting it out there. That's right. I like, can't play. I can't yo, play basketball. Yo, we got respect for you, but we're still calling you out. Right. Like, like it's a lot of love. However, calling you out. If Double Dare comes to it, if one of us is walking out alive from that from that nose. If one of us is picking a, a flag believe, out of a booger, he really has a head start on picking a giant nose, though. So you know, yeah, but 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 tenacity cannot be measured. Um, all right, so that's my first story. My second story is, I remember when um, um, Mad Max came out. Like I, I gave it the thumbs up. I said like I'm down with it. I'm cool with it, right? Like I was mm. like, all right. Uh, I didn't even know. I was gonna like, say, there's no way you saw that when it came out. No, no I did. Way. Really? No. no. Oh, okay. No remake. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. Let me, let's be clear. Yeah. Um, when the new one with Charlize Theron came out, I remember I was like, "Yo, I was like about it." Like I watched it and I thought it was great. Was it Mad Max? Uh, some, uh, Fury Road. Uh, Fury Road. Okay. Yeah. The okay. the last one with uh, some right Charlize Theron and some right. other peeps. Uh, it did very well. That one was a big deal, and I remember going like, "Yo, I didn't, I didn't really see the first ones, but I was very excited about that." Yeah, you get the point. Yeah, but I got the point. But I was, I was about it. Like I, I, I represented. However, I didn't know the backstory. I won't say I was like an OG. Like I didn't know about. Like I've been like, oh, like I love Mad Max. The '80s, not really. However, I saw this in the news, and this is the second story that made me very excited. Wasteland Weekend. An immersive post-apocalyptic experience. Now, I won't immediately change this to the narrative of like, yo, we got too much time on our hands. Like we were talking earlier, like, like our favorite bands come to town, and we're like, ah, but there's parking, and like we gotta get the babysitter and shit. Think about the preparations you gotta make to do this. Much of South Carolina, much of Southern Carolina, I'm sorry, much of Southern California has been built on real estate speculation. California City, or Cal City, 160 miles north of LA, was one such dream by Nat Mendelssohn during post World War II's economic exuberance. Touted as a city that would rival LA itself, Mendelssohn assumed that the expansion into the desert would continue when he laid out plans for the community. It was located in proximity to Edwards Air Force Base, Palmdale, and Lancaster after all. Cities where aerospace marvels such as the Space Shuttle were to be built later. Uh, bah, bah, bah. It goes on to say a bunch of shit. Point is, these people decided that there was this big ass desert wasteland in California. So they decided, like, fuck it. We love Mad Max so much. They made a Mad Max like party. Uh, they made a place called Wasteland in California, and it, it, the intersection of Rice Avenue and Tulane Street would appear to be surrounded by a dense community based on other numerous yada yada yada. Uh, these people are spending tons and tons of money 
Upon entering through the campsite's main gate uh, and then driving along the road, it's evident that the wasteland is divided into tribes such as the Rain Dogs, Blood Ravens, the Rust Bunnies, and it's where, as stated on the website, all factions, gangs, and fractured remnants of society come together on neutral ground to trade, barter, party, and make new alliances. So they got this big-ass area of the desert where it's all these people that are super excited about Mad Max. They just go out there, bro, they just pick a date, and they just go out there and they waste a week. And they dress up like Mad Max dudes, and they make fires. I gotta they, say, you hipster motherfuckers. Absolutely. They, like, Come throw on. oil on each other and shit. You're still a hipster just because you're wearing a leather vest and a Viking helmet does not dude. a cool dude make it. I'm sorry. It, these, but, but, they're, but they're about it, dude. These people go in and they wear, like, leather. Like, well, like maybe, maybe they got one titty out. Like they shave their head, they hang off of motorcycles. They do, but it's like there's like they're like, yo, we're here for this week. We're Mad Douche Max. Douchebagarama. What do you do post Mad Max? Week? I think what you do is you lock the gates on these people. Lock the and gates. You, you burn it down like the David Koresh, Waco. Texas. You're saying you just quarantine them. Yes, and, just, and and you try to get ICP to play there and see what else who else gets drawn in. So, like, use as, like, a, a douchebag bug light. Yes. And, like, everyone that <laughs> yes. comes toward it. Listen. They're like, they're like my whoa, wife. Whoa. I didn't think you guys were about rap rock. This is where me and my wife agree. <laughs> like, my wife will watch America's Got Talent, and you'll see a guy that can bend himself into a pretzel and play the violin with his feet. And she's like, yeah, great. What else you got? I mean, get a f-ing job, you loser. Like, How are you helping? You do. How are you helping? Get, what does this guy do? Yeah. It, what, what? For what reason? So... No different than Burning Man. Now you have another, you know, this week we go out and we dress up and we drive dune buggies and we drive mini bikes and, you know, we, we, we wear ram's horns on our heads and, you know, all, it's, it's a bunch of waste of time. It's a big waste of time. I'm sorry. I can't. Two I weeks can't. after Burning Man, northerly located at the Black See? Rock Desert of, New, of Nevada, the mid-September timing of Wasteland. This has been gone. I've just been sitting on it because I was so impressed by it. Douchebag. Um, Wasteland, it's called Wasteland Weekend, is also just one month before Cal City's Renaissance Fair, which means they, they, they cast off their Mad Max shit right. and they put on their night yeah, gear, right? Stupid. Uh, which takes place in mid-October. It's an outdoor semi-adversive hey, event. Cut that shit out. <laughs> Seriously. Now, now, but look, yo... Uh, Look, no. at, look at these peeps, man. They show up there. They they get all crazy. Like they probably go Dude. like they probably go like witness. Nobody like they probably go has, witness and spray like spray paint in your mouth. If you either shit. have a child or an active sex life, you're not going to be involved with these people or at this event. But we not, except maybe a deviant. You know what? Throwback to last week, Jeter. If you have an act, if you have an active sex life, you ain't doing none of it. Yeah, no, none of this. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you ain't even above. going out for takeout. If you have, if it's that active, it's like, yo, I gotta eat, that and then I'm I gotta saying, do what I do. I'm just saying, you have to be the biggest, and you know, <laughs> hey, listen, I go, we, I've defended it before when I talk Did about like Comic Con or C2E2, the movie, all of them. Like, are you into that? Like, no, whole I hate post-apocalyptic shit. <laughs> I don't like sci-fi. That's why, like, really? somebody was talking about, like, oh, what about you know, the like, road. You ever see the road? Yeah, never saw it. I, you never saw it? No, it's I, on my I read queue. the book. I, I, yeah, I, I, it's fine, but like even Walking Dead, like it just—it's stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> because, and I've told you this before. Somebody said, like, "Oh, you know, what would you do in a in a, in a 
during a, a zombie invasion or my wife's get already told me immediately kill me or I'll kill myself. She's into it. She's, she's like, like, I don't have time for the zombie apocalypse. Like, I just don't care. I'm out. I'm <laughs> she's out. Like, if it happens, I'm out. If it happens, look, here's the thing. Like, I know they're not fast, but I ain't running. Right. Like, no, she's like, I'm not going to continue to wake up every day, not have my coffee, not, you know, and, and that's really what it comes. And I can understand <laughs> that. Not and really think about coffee. it. I mean, how many, how many people you think these days now, if you ask this question to the people that were our age in the eighties, they like, yo, like, yo, oh, dude, Taco I'm Bell ain't open. Taco Bell's not open. Yeah. So how long do you want to live? Let me just ask you that. Well, think about this. So you go and you go, well, hell, you know, I mean, Hey. Nobody's man in the Taco Bell, so I could just go. Uh, hey, let me tell you something. Other people got that idea too. Okay. Yep. yep. You're not gonna you're not gonna deal with zombies at the Taco Bell. You're gonna deal with other fat people, and they're gonna kill you. Not zombified yeah. yet. The only thing worse than getting eaten by a zombie is getting eaten by a fat dude. Who's Your not toilets a zombie. don't work. Like yo, this dude's not a zombie at all. However, he loves gorditas and he's ate the shit out of you. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah he's not going to let you take what's go. his. That's his now. That's a real bad way to go. It's basically and by the way, the by hill. the time cops investigate it, probably zombie. Think about this. In a zombie so he's getting off scot-free. Co- there's no cops in a zombie apocalypse. No, scot-free. But think about it. So in, you can eat who you want. In a zombie apocalypse, you should be more afraid of other human beings than zombies. Without a doubt. Because other human beings are, I mean, they're just going to be at the most base level of their most reptilian brain. I feel like they're predictable. I feel like they are too, but unfortunately yeah. everyone's predictable. So I know eventually, you know, you're going to have to peek your head out. I'll wait on you. And you know, yeah. all your friends that have bragged over the years. about It's like, Oh, hey, I just man. want a Chalupa. No, no, I'm sorry. I can't make you one. Cause then you'd it. have to come in these doors and if that's you, not going to happen. If your friend, you know, you got all these friends that tell you like, Oh man, like I've, I've been so successful. I made all this money in the stock market or I have all these guns. I'm coming for you first. I'm coming yeah. as a friend, but I ain't leaving as one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah. I, 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 right now in my head, you have to have like a, like a, a apocalyptic starter group. You know, like okay. you, you're two or three. Solid... Are you saying you're going for certain humans first because oh, yeah. of their real estate? Yeah. No, not just real estate. Yeah. Well, to have a, a fortified area. Like right? I got a cousin that lives on like a, like a, like a, um, we call that like you a know golf any, course and you shit. You know anybody like with a country an H2, club? An H1? Like, if, like, like if zombies come, my cousin lives on a country club. There's a lot of grass. There's a lot of... Uh, well, first of all, it's gated. Okay. So that's a better position for you to be in already. Are you saying I kill him right away or just like if he's not a zombie, like, yo, we better team up or else it's bad I don't news. know your cousin, but I would say kill him. Just in case? Well, yeah, because, uh, you know... Okay, okay. When it all comes no, down, listening. when it all comes down to, you have to remember the the group that you decided. I hang feel like with, he'll be holding it down to like get there, and I'm like, yo, we get like Voltron this shit, like we can team up. Well, that's cool though. But what I'm saying is, you're stuck with these people like, forever. Like we will Power Ranger this right? shit because you don't come back from a zombie apocalypse. No, it's not like you're going to rebuild civilization. It's over. It's over. No. I mean, I've been with my cousin your... forever. Most likely, we'll throw both of our wives past the fence and just like <laughs> do what we got to do for the rest of your existence it's gonna be this this is it no more working toilets no more shaving well the toilets still work for a while you know for a while yeah but there's nobody working at the filtration plant no there's nobody working anywhere no who's working there now nobody's making food for the grocery store so whatever gets taken in the first couple of weeks that's it there ain't no more it's over so we're immediately going for goods yeah goods goods and fences 
Well, first of all, like I said, you come at all these people like you're in the mob. Like, you come at them like a friend. You've you given this people. a lot of thought, so I would prefer to just leech off you. I'm just saying, like, I, I my wife has told me, just get rid of me right away. I'm just going to drag you down. My wife's going to be like, oh, bring us with for a while. And I'll be like, oh, no, there's a zombie super fast, and I'll just miss. You ben, you got to like, understand, you can't be worried about anybody in a zombie apocalypse, whether it be your wife, your children, anything. No, so you might as well you don't, go down, you don't go down with your family? I don't know. I'm at, I mean, if that's the other option. You all go together, and you don't get eaten by zombies. I feel like my daughter would be about it, dude. Like I, she, my daughter, too. I feel yeah, like. like my daughter, <laughs> like I give her a crossbow, and she'd be about that life. <laughs> right. Like by five, my daughter would be like... Uh, I say uh, that's fair. My daughter What's his name? Like, like the dude with the blade hand from Walking Dead? Uh, I never... There's like Gene yeah, and yeah. then some other dude... I don't remember what his name is. Yeah, the guy it's, from it's, Crimshaw it's, Donuts told me about it today. It's um, uh, Michael Rooker, but I don't remember what his name nah, is. Ah, but there's like there's like two brothers. And yeah, one of one, his name is Michael hand. Rooker in real yeah, life. Yeah, Dylan, something Dylan or some I shit. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, well, anyways, my, my daughter would be like that. Like, uh, she'd eventually get her paw gnawed off, and she would get a blade for a hand. And my daughter's badass, dude. She would just start stabbing dudes in throats. Well... So like you, and then not even zombies, just dudes. In I would say in life, your squad should always be made up of those people, right yeah. away. Like I know yeah. immediately who I'm calling. Like me, my daughter, and my brother Mark. Probably and my brother Nate. Probably like that's it. After that, you do have a sister. You're like not then. Look, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a big fan of my sister, but she's gonna be like, look, zombies. Like we can talk this out. <laughs> and like like neck up, Aiden. <laughs> Eaten. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> All right. Well, that's episode 129 of the Hey My Man podcast. If you have any other ideas on how you would survive the zombie apocalypse or how you would just decide not to survive it at all, whatever, uh, look us up on Twitter at Hey My Man podcast, a, at Hey My Man Dave, at Hey My Ben. Please go to our um, our iTunes page, rate us, review us. Did you have an Oh, I know you wanted to talk about it, or at least throw throw it out there. Watch uh, Joe Rogan's special, his Netflix special. Yeah, we didn't get to it. We can go more more in depth uh, next week. Well, hopefully everyone will watch it this week and we can talk about it. Yeah, Joe Rogan has a comedy special, which uh, I have a lot of feelings about Joe Rogan. Like, I'm, it's not very easy. But uh, you watch his comedy special, and it's just like, it, it. no matter who you are, like, you watch it, no matter where you're coming from, it's really... Like, I went in going like, ah, Joe Rogan, and it's really funny. It's really good. <laughs> well, that's a that's a ringing endorsement. Yeah, it's hard sure. it's, well, it's hard to argue with it. Like, sure. I went in kind of not wanting to love it, and I still really, really, really liked it. Also, at Hey My Man Dave or Hey uh, My Ben, send me pictures of pig parkers. This shit will not stand, dude. <laughs> send me pictures of bad park jobs. I will give you stickers. Continue to slap them on. Awesome. Will not stand. All right. And I mean, like region. Your band, not is- Porter County shit. If you see somebody in Lake County, <laughs> no waffle bots. No waffle bots. If you see a waffle bot hey, out there, I'm pack. I'm pancake machine for life, dude. Put the sticker on that shit. All right. Later. <laughs>
can pay. Plus, I don't have a car. I can call my very own. I guess I'll spend another night alone. If I could say I'm sorry. Just the way the story goes. 